This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. You have stumbled upon the Just Joe Monday show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Before I do anything else, I just want to say, please hit subscribe or follow wherever you're watching or listening to this. There's probably one of those buttons. I'd greatly appreciate it if you hit five star, or give a thumbs up, if you leave a comment, if you tell a friend. These things are all super important to me and uh, in this little show that we're growing week over week. So please continue to do that. You guys are my biggest supporters, and uh, I can't thank you enough. I really can't. If I could thank you individually, I would. Um, and if you, if you drop me a note and say, Hey Joe, I want to thank you on air. I'll thank you on air. Not a problem. I'll throw it in somewhere. So happy to do that for you. Uh, some weeks I struggle to find topics because I'm not that passionate about it, or I just don't think it's that relevant to what my audience likes. Uh, this week, a plethora of things jumped out at me. So I got a full agenda. So I'm going to keep this extremely brief and we're going to dive straight into the intro. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Okay, so George Carlin is up, but we're actually saving him for last. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is... Ottawa. I know last week I said this would probably be my last time talking about it, but this is really the last one. Um, so Ottawa protest has been going on now for this was I think the third or fourth week, and it's finally done. Like it's done, 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 done. They went in there and made over a hundred arrests. All the key players. Uh, it was largely peaceful, regardless of what you may see on Fox News, uh, and even the New York Times had. They were, they, they said that guns were drawn. There were no guns drawn. I mean, they approached some vehicles with guns drawn, but not, it was largely uneventful. Uh, one woman did get trampled by a horse. The police stopped and helped her up. It was reported on Fox News that she died. They later, later retracted it. But it was essentially a, uh, a peaceful takedown of the situation in Ottawa. Um... I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday night. Basically, they all got a letter saying it's it's go time. It's it's time to get the hell out of here. Those who stayed held some sort of additional protest and tried to stay on the line. But it's amazing how quickly things change when people actually start getting handcuffed and hauled off to jail. Uh, the big tow trucks came in. They towed away the other big trucks. And it's done. The streets of Ottawa are are clean and safe. And uh, shout out to the Ottawa police this weekend who just did a fantastic job. Also, their Twitter account was amazing this weekend. Just keeping the public up to date. Um, every time one of these little rumors came out that someone was trampled to death or you know tear gas was used, they would counter it by putting out an official tweet saying, yes, we did pe- pepper spray. Yes, someone was trampled, but we stopped and helped them up. Like, it was very Canadian, so... Um, we're not a divided country. 
they want us the the the, the five or ten percent want us to think we're divided, but we're not. We're just not. So this is seriously the last update on Ottawa, unless we get the insurrection two, insurrection boogaloo in Canada. On to some happier news. I don't normally recommend movies on this show. Eh, it's not my th- I'm not really a big movie guy. That's why. I tend to watch the Marvel movies, and that's that's about it. I, I even the movies I want to watch, I I I stall. Like I really wanted to watch uh, Sons of Newark, the Sopranos movie. I haven't watched it yet. But this past weekend, my wife and I watched "I Want You Back," starring Jenny Slate and Charlie Day. It's it's a rom com, paint by numbers sort of movie, but it is highly enjoyable hour and a half very quick pacing uh free with your amazon prime membership and let's be honest you all have a amazon prime membership it's really enjoyable really cute you something to do on a date night give it a shot okay barry season three (laughs) for those of you who don't know barry an HBO show about a hitman who goes to Hollywood to perform a hit and falls in love with acting. It sounds so bad when I say it that way, but Bill Hader has made this much wa- must-watch viewing in my household. Uh, first two seasons were phenomenal. Season three got stalled because of COVID, like everything else. And I have been, when I say regularly, I mean every other week, every three weeks or so, I would Google Barry season three. Looking for an update as when we have a release date. And we have a release date. So, Barry Season 3 is coming on April 24th. As of this recording, it's about two months away. I cannot wait for this. Uh, When Season 2 ended, Henry Winkler's character... Spoiler alert. Actually, I'll be vague about it, just in case. Started to put two and two together. Oh, shit. I can't wait. Uh, And from what I've read... Uh, Bill Hader, because of all the downtime, has actually written seasons three and four. So I'm hoping we get kind of back-to-back seasons really quick. But uh, Barry, season three, April 24th. I cannot wait. Speaking of things I cannot wait for. Blues, Blues Clues movie. I almost screwed it up there. The Blues Clues movie. So if you're watching on uh, YouTube, you see an image there. You've got Josh, the current host of Blues Clues. You got Joe, the previous host. Then you got the OG, Steve. And they are going to the big city with Blue. In which some can't help but compare to uh, the Spider-Man. They're calling it like the Blue-verse or whatever the hell they want to call it. Uh, Look, this is a movie that's going to be made for Paramount+. Plus. It's going to be called Blue's Big City Adventure. No formal release date. They just say 2022. Uh, But look, this is... This is going to be heartwarming. My uh, my two-year-old loves Blue's Clues. He's a big Blue's Clues guy. Uh, and I don't mind Blue's Clues. I wasn't so much as a kid. I think I missed it in terms of my age group. Or maybe it just wasn't as prevalent in Canada at the time. Uh, being a Nickelodeon show and stuff like that. But my, my little one loves Josh and Blue. So this will be something we definitely watch in our household. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun to see all the characters together. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 has already been greenlit. 
Sonic 2 hasn't come out yet. <laughs> but Sonic Sonic 3 has been greenlit and a Knuckles spin-off show. If you'll recall, I actually did recommend the first Sonic movie. I uh, I quite enjoyed it. Jim Carrey was phenomenal as uh, Professor Eggman. And uh, this se- sequel is scheduled to come out this month. And now the third one, we know, is going to get the full trilogy treatment, as it should. I mean, Sonic deserves a trilogy treatment. And then the spin-off show for Knuckles. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Now the penultimate like that word, penultimate. Uh, I'm going to show Peter Griffin here, representing Catholic priests, because why not? <laughs> I have to I have to read a little bit for this one because of you know, facts and stuff that I don't necessarily have memorized. So, a pastor who for decades was using one wrong word during his baptisms resigned last week because hundreds. Of that baptisms were deemed null and void, I guess, because he was using the wrong word. He was saying, We baptize you. He should have been saying, I baptize you. The I being Jesus Christ. So after a 20 year career of saying the wrong thing during baptisms, none of them count. This guy resigned his whole life. <laughs> it's, it's just right down the shitter. Over a word. And, and the, the the church has come out and said, well, the bap- baptisms don't count either. These people have to get the sacrament again. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> people are leaving churches in droves. And, and, and they're... they're, they're sp- splintering off just like political parties because everyone wants to be surrounded by people with a, a similar belief structure and and even the slightest variance from that causes the, the splinter and you're going to tell hundreds of people you're not getting into heaven because the person trusted with getting it right said it wrong I'm sorry this is company error <laughs> You have a bad employee. That person shouldn't have to get rebaptized. That person should get into heaven for free. This is one of those deals. If if this was a a customer service situation, the consumer did made no mistakes. They were a baby in all likelihood. They were there. They had water splashed on their head. 
They're baptized. Because a professor can't read, fucked around and said we instead of I. That should not null and void these things. As you may have known, I'm not big on religion. Hearing shit like this reaffirms that fact. Can you imagine spending your whole life, whole life, baptized, thinking you're baptized? Maybe you don't hear about this news story. Maybe you don't realize you need to get rebaptized. You get to heaven, pearly gates. Starts reviewing your spreadsheet there. And they're like, ah, it says you weren't baptized. He says, no, no, I was. No, 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 no. No, there was a recall on your baptism. Uh, the uh, the priest said the wrong word. He said, well, I didn't hear about that. Ah, well, you know, buyer beware, right? It's uh, it's on the consumer to get that shit figured out before you get to heaven. So uh, off to hell you go. And I don't know. He pulls a big lever and the guy falls to his eternal damnation. So religion, it's stupid. And I'm going to finish on something I love. The opposite of religion. Uh, George Carlin. And this is a... If I could form a religion, it would be around George Carlin. George Carlin changed my life. For good or bad, I'll let you decide. I was about 16 years old when I first heard a George Carlin album. I was always big into stand-up comedy and wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So I read... I read books. I watched the A&E documentaries. Do you remember when A&E used to do documentaries? Before they were just duck hunting people. Um, but uh, I was watching one of those documentaries. And there was just something about this character of George Carlin that I suddenly became drawn to. And I started to listen to his albums. And then I listened to more of his albums. And then I, all of a sudden I had everything he had ever done. And I became active in uh, terms of trying to acquire as much George Carlin knowledge and information as I possibly could. And what he did was he got, taught me to question things. And he got my brain working in a manner that it hadn't been working before. And uh, I just... Things changed when I was about 16 and found George Carlin. So uh, he became a big part of my life. And I, I mean that sincerely because... Uh, I was I was lucky enough to see him live before he passed away. Um, in fact, on my honeymoon, <laughs> on my honeymoon, I convinced my wife to take a slight detour to go see his daughter, uh, Kelly Carlin, perform her one-man show, Growing Up Carlin. So on my honeymoon, we saw George's daughter talk about what it was like growing up in that household, in that environment. It was a fantastic one-person show. Highly recommend it. I don't think she does it anymore, but there's a book. There's a Kelly Carlin book, book which I have. Got all the books, DVDs. Again, this guy has just been a massive part of my life. I say all that because there has been some more George Carlin news. Judge uh, Judd Apatow and, uh, blanking on this other guy's name, Michael Bonfiglio, sorry about the pronunciation, have worked on a George Carlin documentary with Kelly called American Dream. It'll be released in HBO, in HBO, on HBO in May. 
It's a two-part docu-series. Can't wait for this. <laughs> Cannot wait for this. Um, yeah, this is just... I also intentionally ended this, put George right next to the pastor knowledge, because there's no way he wouldn't have talked about that. George Carlin. Grew up idolizing him. Still do. Uh, and then I could just keep talking about it because like, you know, he taught, he, John Stewart idolized him and we all know about my love affair with John Stewart. So a lot of my influences, uh, right there between those two guys. So that's it. It's the show. Stuff I was passionate about. Not stuff I could really, really sink my teeth into this week and still keep it short. We're only at 15 minutes. Uh, if you didn't catch last week's guest, Steve Patterson was just a delight. Had a great conversation about live stand-up shows now that things are opening up again. He's also got a book out, and uh, he was phenomenal. And earlier today, I was just editing the interview with Amber Mack. That's going to be coming up on Wednesday. Amber Mack, queen of Canadian media. I keep calling her that. No one else is calling her that. I'm calling her that. I'm going to see if it sticks. Uh, and as I was reviewing that, she's got some really good tips about, um, parenting, uh, with screen time. And that's, that's must listen to. It's going to be a great, great segment for you guys to listen to. I'm really looking forward to that one getting out there. Uh, got Julie Burton coming up at the end of the week. So that'll be next week's interview. And then I'm trying to work out an interview with Australia, the time zones, are proving to be a bit of a challenge, but uh, working on a guest from Australia, 15 hours ahead of me, bit of a challenge. I digress. Want to thank DeanBlundell.com, DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network, and just a really good daily news adjacent show uh, every day, Monday to Friday, 3 p.m. ish. And, uh, that's it. Be well, be safe, hit subscribe, share, tell a friend, tell an enemy. Does anyone listen right to this very end? If you do, let me know. Also, shout out to Slovenia. Thanks for listening. Damn. Hi, I'm Joel McLeod, co-host of the 905er podcast. The 905 is one of the most diverse and densely populated regions of Canada. Four and a half million of us live, work, and play in the area surrounding Toronto. That's more people in the 905 than actually live in Toronto. Each election, the 905 decides who forms our government at both the provincial and federal levels. So why isn't more attention being focused on us here in the 905? We're looking to change that. My co-host, Roland Tanner, and I tell the stories that define what we are calling the most important region in Canada. Each week, we bring to your attention news, culture, and issues that make up what it means to be a 905er. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Or you can visit us at 905er.ca to subscribe. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, at NBC Sports. 
Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.